the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ellis Park. Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg has Sunday morning services at 10. Take your family there this Sunday. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Odyssey. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and... Come on, man. Y'all better get that thing. He says, before you even start talking about it, I'm already working on trying to figure out exactly what you need. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Now he's praying, and now my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah. It's going to be on the screen for you, Isaiah. Oh, look at this, y'all. Church, let's read together. I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and... Come on, man. Y'all better get that thing. He says, before you even start talking about it, I'm already working on trying to figure out exactly what you Oh, Jesus, glory to God. That's why it's so critical you have a prayer life. Because in your prayer room, God will speak to you with visions and ideas. And praise God, it's critical that you spend time with God in prayer. It will make your life so much easier if you can pray. Amen? And I didn't say you got to be a prayer warrior. Just talk to God. Father God, I'm struggling today. Praise God, I love you, I need help. This job I'm about to go to is of the devil, but I thank you for this devil job right now. And, Lord, I thank you that you're working it out, that, Father God, this job will not be my job for long, but I will be faithful while I am here because I am an instrument of you. And, Lord, I'm going to blossom right here. And, Father, pray right where you are. Back in the Acts. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and in a place his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many people about this man. Okay, raise your hand if you've done something that you're not proud of. Raise your hand. Now look around the church. Now now, now look the other way. Now hold your purse real tight. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, praise the Lord. Y'all know who's sitting next to you right now. (laughs) Everybody done did something wrong, praise God. Look at that. I don't know how long it's been for you. Look, hey, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. None of us in here are perfect. We've all fallen short. Some of you have been 10 years ago. Some of you was 20 minutes ago. 
But we're all the same at the foot of the cross. Sinners. Glory to God. So, so, so with this, oh, glory to God. He said, I've heard a lot of things about him. And truth be told, people have said things about you too. You have to grow in this and give people a chance. Because oftentimes we will take secondhand information and act like we have firsthand experience. Amen, amen, amen. Give everyone a chance on a one-on-one basis to learn for yourself. Because oftentimes God will have a person that you don't like be a blessing to you. If you can get, get, if you get yourself out of the way. Praise God. You just don't know how God, God used the people you least suspect he would use. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, but I heard things about him. Evil brought on your saints and God's people in Jerusalem. And here in Damascus, he has the authority from the high priest to put in chains all who call on your name, confessing Savior. But the Lord said to him, go. For this man is deliberately chosen instrument of mine. Family. Some of you know, being a pastor was not on my plan. Amen. NFL, then I was going to start buying properties, and I was going to build my empire. Told my wife. That's why, you know, that when we worked out, she said, I said, why are you giving me, Charmaine? She said, because you always had a vision. Even though you had the money, you always talk about you going to have it. And I said, yes, Jesus, praise God, game recognized game, praise God. I spoke it into existence. And so, I always spoke about being in a certain place and a certain thing, and, and so uh, I just didn't see it. And then one, one, one day God said, Jomo, I want you to talk to my people. You've talked to enough business people, and you've trained enough people. I want you to train my people. I said, Lord, I can't do it. I, I don't want to deal with your people. They're hard-headed. They're stiff-necked. They don't want to listen to me. And then I got all these ghetto tendencies. I like bling. I like stuff. I said, they can't handle me, Pat. Lord, I got a little too much extra. And then, then I got baggage, I got history, praise God. I got a lot of, you know, things that I'm not proud of. Lord, it can't be me. You need to choose somebody else. And God said, no, it's you. I said, Lord, I, I'm just going to act like I didn't hear that because I know I don't qualify for your standard. Praise God. And we're flying out to L.A. with my brother. Uh, I have a, a white brother. We, we like brothers. We are our business partners. He's a Marine. So I was the black athlete. He was the white Marine. So when we got tea, people would love it. They're like, boy, y'all like fired ice. I said, well, yeah, whatever, whatever. Just pay the money. Uh, <clears throat> so it was business then. <laughs> it was just busy. So, so we on the plane and we, we land and all of a sudden I, I land and I get my phone starts ringing and, and, and things all are, we had like eight speaking engagements and everything, everywhere we were supposed to speak was on fire. And everything was canceled. And he, you know, he, he's a Marine, so he don't, he, don't shoot, he don't sugarcoat nothing. He looked at me and said, Jonah, I think you need to get off this boat. I said, Lord, can you give me a transition time? Can I save a little bit more money first before I jump into, he said, no, no, you, 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 got, you got to. And I still didn't do it. I still struggled. And I, I stopped speaking. I stayed home for six months, didn't do nothing. My wife said, what you going to do? I said, I'm waiting for God to open the Red Sea and tell me it's me. I'm waiting for him to open up the cloud and say, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. I'm waiting for God to give me a bigger message because, see, it's kind of great right now. It's money. I don't need, I don't, Lord, I'm, I'm a little slower, so I need, a, I, need a, I need to hit me upside my head. I, I need to fall out of a tree like Josiah. I need something to make it clear to me. You know, because, see, being a pastor is not something you just want to say, you know what, I want to be a pastor. This is not something you just ask for. 
So I, as, I, as I'm going through my process, Lord, come on, man, please don't, I, not me, man. There's somebody else, praise God. They could be pastor, not me. I'm just, you know, I say stuff sometimes. Ah. And so Pastor Charmaine, she said, I'm sitting there praying one night. Man, I'm, I'm in a puddle, y'all. She come over, she said, baby, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for God to tell me something. She said, what God tell you? I said, baby, he tell me to preach. She said, Jomo, stay down there and wait for God to give you a better answer. She said, because I'm not a first lady. I, I don't have time for all this foolishness. I can't do that. So now we're both in agreement. I said, yes, let's come in agreement on that. Lord, this is not your will. Because t- when two touch and agree, it is established. And guess what? You see where I'm at right now, right? You see where I'm at. So guess what? That plan didn't work. Because see, I had to, look, there was a crossroads. Cause Lord, Lord, I said, Lord, I've been, I, I know what it is to go to the, go to the Publix. And it's like, it's like shooting craps. Some of y'all never played craps before. <sighs> And you, you pull out the first card. Oh, that one didn't work. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Second card. <laughs> and then there's a season where you have all your bills on auto draft. <sighs> You're not thinking about it. You just feel peace. And when I was, when I was in the NFL, I had that peace. Then I lost the peace. Then when I had my business, I had the peace again. So I'm like, Lord, I'm not trying to go back there. I'm tired of dollar menu. I don't want to go back. So, so I'm, I'm wrestling with God, and God said, no. He said, Jomo, will you trust me? Lord, the church we at right now, Lord, it got about 12 people. And... Uh, I don't see this in my life. I don't want this, Lord. I, I, I never saw what God had. But God will get you to a crossroads where you got to make a decision. I thank God now, but I tell y'all for real, eight years ago, I had big bills, y'all. I had big bills. Lord Jesus, I had big bills. Big bills. Big bills. I'm like, Lord. Crossroads. Now, I don't know what crossroads you're at today. Some of you are on the edge. God has told you to start your business. Some of you, Lord, I, I think this is the person I'm supposed to marry. God has been living together for 15 years. But... <laughs> Come on kids you've been listening to fresh wind radio with dr jomo cousins senior pastor of love first christian center in riverview florida hello family i'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that god is growing my latest book prayer life the conversation has officially launched and i can't wait for you to get it in your hands in this book i share my journey on the power of prayer i talk about how i became known as the prayer guy i speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer 10 conditions for answered prayer five benefits of daily prayer hannah's five keys to her prayer success hezekiah's seven step prayer model and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. 
Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everyone say, I've been chosen. Yeah. You're a chosen instrument of God. So guess what? This is, it's not about the instrument. It's about whose hand is holding the instrument. I'm going to say it again. It's not about the instrument. It's whose hand the instrument's in. So you may be a jacked up instrument, but if you're in the right person's hand, oh, Jesus, glory to God. The brothers went out shooting. And the brother said, brother said, my gun don't shoot straight. One of the pastors took his gun. Boop. Looked straight to me. Wasn't an instrument. <laughs> it was a person who's. See, I ain't, called, I ain't put nobody's name on that. So nobody could feel offended in church. See that? Out really great. <laughs> Next slide. <laughs> For I will make clear to him how much he must suffer and endure for my sake. So Ananias left it. See, said what it was. Ananias didn't want to tell him because, like, why are you going to bless him? He said, and then, and then, then God says, that's none of your business. See, some of us don't want people to get touched by God because you feel that you're going to fix it. And then he had God to check him, say, homeboy, slow your roll. Oh, boy, slow your roll. That is so street. Young man, lad, good fellow, <laughs> you don't understand what Paul's about to go through. See, people want your glory, but they don't know the story. People, people want what you have, but they don't know the hell you're about to go through at that position and that office. So people say, why is this for them and why is that for them? You don't understand the cost of the anointing. See, people want stuff, but they don't understand that there's crushing involved. So if you want the anointing, expect to be crushed. See, that's the challenge. I said, why are you jealous of a person? Because you can't, if you knew the cost of what that office entails, you would change your mouth. Because though you don't see it, he says, son, that's above your pay grade. You don't understand the suffering he's about to go through. 
You don't even, there's so many times Paul was about to be killed, beaten, scourged, but you just see the office, but you don't see the price of the office. That brother was shipwrecked, locked up. You name it, Paul went through it. But oftentimes in the faith world, people are like, why is, no, 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 don't worry about why. There's a cost of that. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 17, so Ananias left and entered the house and laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother, brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came to Damascus, he sent me so that I may, you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to proclaim Christ to both the Jews and Gentiles. Notice everyone say vision versus sight. See, I need vision to give me better sight. Glory to God. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he regained his sight. He got up and was baptized, and he took some food and was strengthened. Glory to God. Paul went straight to work, by the way. Amen? Wisdom keys. I got two. Two keys, and we're going to go on about our business. Praise God. Number one, God has a plan. I never saw myself in this seat. But God already knew. My grandmother told me, she says, Joe, I prayed that you would be a pastor. I said, how, how? I said, how? When are you going to tell me that? You know, I might have took some, you know, public relations class. I might have did some things different if you'd have told me that. But I, I didn't understand. Look what this says. The steps of a good. Everyone say good. It didn't say great. It didn't say perfect. It didn't say flawless. It just said what? Because, see, it's not about the tool. It's about whose hand? Who, Jesus? Glory to God. And righteous. Righteous doesn't mean without sin. Righteousness means I'm in right standing with God. Men are directed and established by the Lord. And he, everyone say God, delights in his, everyone say that's me, my way, and bless, blesses my path. So let's, let's say it another way. The steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord, and God delights in my way, and God blesses my path. That's how it's translated for you. You got it? So, if I understand that if I could uh, delight, stay in his presence and listen to his steps, God's going to work out everything for me. He has a better plan. Number two, number two, we must trust him. Proverbs 3, 5 says this, trust in, rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In some of your ways, oh, praise God, in all of your ways, acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your paths, what straight is, what? Straight, what? That's the street we can make it what? So that so God says, I'll take your crooked path. He says, because he says, I will make your path straight, meaning your path wasn't straight. Because if God had to make it straight, it could not have been straight to begin with. Glory to God. I'll make your path straight and smooth. Uh oh, here's another good. Removing obstacles that block your way. Ooh, ooh. I was reading this story, and I close with this. Bless me. 
uh, maybe 10 years ago, Eckert left this area, Eckert Drugstore. About 10 years ago, y'all, when they closed Eckert's down, it was sold. The owner of Eckert, his name was Jack Eckert. <laughs> Read the story, today's going to bless you. I love the illustration about a man named Jack Eckert. A few years ago, he was on the Bill Bunkley television program talking about restitution, one of my favorite subjects, and criminal justice. Bill Bunkley agreed with me. A few days later, I got a call from Jack Eckert, a businessman from Florida, the founder of Eckert Drug Chain, the second largest drug chain in America. He saw me on television and asked me to come to Florida. He agreed Florida had a criminal justice crisis and would come down and do something about it, and he did. We got to the Attorney General of State, the President of the Senate. We got on Jack Eckert's Learjet. We went around the state of Florida advocating criminal justice reform. Everywhere we would go, Jack Eckert would introduce me to the crowds. He'd say, this is Chuck Colson, my friend. I met him on the Bill Bunkley television program. He's born again. I'm not. I wish I were. Then he would sit down. We'd get on a plane, and I'd tell him about Jesus. We get off at the next stop, and he repeat the same thing. My name is Bill Bunkley. He's Chuck Olson. His name is Jack Eckert. I believe he's, he's saved, but I am not. And he'd sit down. He would do it over and over again. He's saved. I'm not. I wish I was. When he left, he gave him some R.C. Sproul's books, and he gave him C.S. Lewis, uh, and which had an impact on me. I sent him more books. About a year went by, and I kept pestering Jack Eckert. And eventually, one day, he read some things, including the story of Watergate and the resurrection out of my book, Loving God, and decided that Jesus, in fact, resurrected from the dead. He called me up to tell me, and he believed, and I asked him some other things. When he got through telling me what he had believed, I told him, you're born again. He says, no, I'm not. I don't feel nothing. I said, yes, you are. Pray with me right now. After he prayed with him, he says, you're saved. He said, marvelous. The first thing he did, he went into one of his Eckerd stores. And as he's walking down the aisle, he saw Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler. And he got convicted. He called the CEO of the company. He says, I want all the Playboy, all the Penthouse, all those magazines out of my stores. The man said, are you crazy? That's $3 million a year. You're just going to throw that away. He said, well, I believe I've been changed. He took all of those out of his stores. <laughs> then after he did that, the news heard about what he had done. So the competition of other drug stores thought that they would make more money. Well, guess what? Eckerd's stock shot up. When he, took, when he made that change. And then the other, other drugstores start taking it out. And then Chuck Colson called him up and says, man, I heard you took all these magazines out your store. Why'd you do it? He says, well, it was God. He said, I wouldn't just give away $3 million a year. He'd been changed. He got to a crossroad and he had to do something different. And it cost him, but it didn't cost him for long because the stock shot up and he sold the company. Because oftentimes in a faith walk, you think you're going to lose something. So you don't step out because you feel like you're going to lose something. Well, God ain't fun. I don't know what God you know. He's hilarious. 
he's a good father. And he wants the best for you. But oftentimes we get the crossroad and we make the wrong decision. Thinking God's trying to take something from you. As John 10, 10 says, I came to give you life and give you life more abundantly. John 14 and 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart and confess in your mouth, you shall be saved. I got a question today. Are you still going to stay in that lane of my, of my son's story this week and just keep on falling? Or are you going to do something different? Because if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Change begins with you. If you want something you never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. Change begins with you. Today, you're at a crossroads. Make Jesus your Lord. It'll be the best decision you ever made. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. 